family, I'm so happy to announce the launch of my brand new premium podcast. It's called Ideas That Matter Plus. This is an exciting new development that we've been working on for some time. This after seeing a lot of you request coming through saying thank you for what we've done and wanting more. Ideas That Matter Plus is a more targeted podcast that focuses on business strategies and more high-level thinking to help highly ambitious entrepreneurs, SMEs, business owners and founders, even the CEOs of big business. It only costs 450 Rand per month and will be coming in, but I mean coming in hot. So, subscribe now to Ideas That Matter Plus, now available on Spotify or Apple Podcast Store. Sayonara. Hello, family, and welcome to what is the first episode of the VT Podcast. Now, like most things, the first time you do something is generally the worst time you'll do that thing. Let's think about it, right? The first time you try to walk, you fall. The first time you swim, you can't. The first time you sing, you're generally terrible, unless you're a really gifted outlier. So, this is my first shot. Be kind. We thought long and hard about what we do for our first episode, so what kind of subjects would we tackle? What conversations would we have? Where would we go? What's the natural place where you can have a conversation that would draw people in for episode two, and yet you don't put yourself too far out there for an episode one? So here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about our internal stories. These are our deeply held truths and beliefs. These are the things we don't even think that we think about ourselves. It's who we've been taught we are. Anywhere you grow up in the world, there is a culture, a series of traditions. Those are based on stories. You're told a background and who you are and how you relate with that. And that informs not only how you see yourself, but how you see yourself within the context of the world. These are our stories. So why is this important? Well, I realized some time ago that if I wanted to really change my life, I needed to change less what I knew and change more what I believed. I needed to change more what are the stories that I tell myself. These are the deeply held truths and beliefs that I hold true about myself, even if they're hard to admit. Let's be honest. You ever wanted to do something, and just before you do it, there's that little voice at the back of your head that says, "Uh uh-uh, don't go there. Not you. Don't try this. Who do you think you are? No one's your family's ever done this. You don't come from a background of achieving this. You shouldn't be in this room with these people. You're not wealthy. You don't belong here. That voice, that's the story I mean. That is the internal conversation. But here's what I learned. I learned that that voice is a learnt voice. It's a learnt narrative. It's something you've been taught by the world. And if I've been taught it by the world then I can teach myself a new story, a new narrative, a new way of engaging with the world. True story. It's my first job. I'm at the fresh age of 19, just about to turn 20. And I work in this IT company called Digital Mall in Santon. Just fresh out of first year kind of varsity. And I get thrown into this organization as a salesperson. And my boss, the owner of that business, says to me, my target per month is 750,000 Rand. Now, just for context, I'm a boy who grows up in a township, is raised by a single mother. To get to work, I'm climbing on a taxi. In fact, three taxis from Benoni to Santin, Santin back to Benoni. 
So the idea of 750,000 rand was so far-fetched for my brain that I had, didn't have a concept of it. I didn't understand how much money that is or how little money that is. And I remember the first time he told me the target that I had to achieve, the first thing I thought to myself was, what? You think if I can make 750,000 rand a month, I would be here working for you? If I could make 750,000 rand, I'd be out there bowling with the ladies. And this is back in the day when there was this amazing club called Lounge Divine. Or was it Club Divine somewhere out in Bedford View? This was back in my day, boy. The Golf 4 GTI was the car to beat. This was back in the day when Ngalagata Mendoza and Life Boy was the song that you were beating every single day in the sound system. I'm talking about back in the day when dropping your suspension on your car was a cool thing to do. Remember those days? Those are the days I'm talking about. So here I am, this young boy wearing a Mr. Price suit, and I'm told my target is 750,000 rand. But you know the truth? It wasn't just me told that. Everybody in the sales team was told that. We went through training to get us to make sure we can achieve those numbers. Yet that notwithstanding, my internal conversation and story was wrong. And it was wrong because of my reference point. My reference point was where I grew up and what I knew and my relationship with the world. So the truth is, a lot of us convince ourselves out of our blessings. A lot of us convince ourselves out of our rise. A lot of us speak ourselves out of our dominion. And we do so because we don't believe we are kings in a kingdom. We see ourselves as peasants. It's the story, the stuff we tell ourselves in our minds every single day. So when you recognize this, the conversation and the story in your head, how do you shift it? How do you change it? What do you do? Now, over the past 16 years as a professional speaker, I've really honed my skill at being one thing. I am the how guy. Most people tell you what to do. My job is to tell you how to do it. I'm quite obsessed about discovering the mechanistic way you need to go about changing yourself and your life and making sure that the tools you use are truly effective. You see, the reason most people don't make the change is not because they don't know to, it's because they don't know how to. So if we really want to make the change, the how is more important than the what. So how do you do it? You've now identified that you've got an internal conversation in your brain that's completely wrong. The story you're telling yourself just doesn't work for the life you want and the future you desire. How do you change it? First, you need to change your diet. Now, I know exactly what you're thinking. I'm not talking about the diet diet. I'm not talking about the food on your table. I'm talking about the food you're consuming with your eyes and ears every day. The news you're watching and reading. The conversations you're having with your friends. The WhatsApp groups that you're a part of. I'm talking about the internal conversations that are driven by external stimulation from the world. So if you're constantly dieting on rubbish, you're going to turn out thinking rubbish. If you want to change how you think, then change the news and information that you consume. Change your diet. And here's how you do it. I did this and it fundamentally shifted my life. I wrote down a thoughts diary and I did it for a full week. So Monday to Friday and the morning from when I wake up all the way to the evening from when I sleep. 
And at the end of the evening, I would journal what it was that I was thinking at every single hour. And of course, because you can't journal every thought, I would journal the dominant thoughts I had in that hour. And of course, all of the, or most of those dominant thoughts were actually often driven by the conversations I was in or was the meetings I was in. So as I was having a meeting about finance or marketing or risk or legal for my businesses, or I was having a meeting about going on tour for my speaking business, then the dominant thoughts would be around that subject matter. But then something interesting happened. I realized that the outlier times that really informed my internal story happened in the morning and in the evening, what they call the golden hours. You know why they call them the golden hours? Because when the sun rises, it's gold. And when the sun sets, it's gold. So here's a question and trick for you. What are you consuming in your golden hours? When you wake up the first thing in the morning, what are you consuming? What are you reading? What are you watching? Who are you talking to? And just as you decompress and reset your day towards the end of the day, what are you consuming then? What are you thinking and what are you watching? Those golden hour times are critical times if you really want to start understanding your thoughts diary. And from your thoughts diary, you can begin to understand your thinking habits and your thinking habits then form your story. So the first thing to do for you, write down a thoughts diary. Try it. I promise it works. The second, you need an accountability construct. What that means is you need someone or something that reminds you when your internal story is not serving you. This is a person or a thing in your life that is constantly a reminder of your capability, not your limitations. And a lot of us don't have that. We don't have a lot of people around us who are reminders of our capability. What we do have are a lot of people around us who are reminders of our limitations. They keep reminding us all the time where our competencies and capabilities stop, rather than reminding us where our talents can be explored and the spaces to which they can be pushed. So what you've got to find for yourself is someone whose job it is to speak into you when you can't speak it into yourself. For me, I've got this amazing guy called Real Milan. I met him about two years ago. Gabriel is his full name. He doesn't even know I've made him a part of this podcast episode. And every time he and I have a conversation, I notice my language shift from limitation to opportunity. I notice my language and my tone shift from control to opportunity. And so the question for you to ask yourself is, who's that person for you? Who do you have the conversations with that enable you to truly shift your perspective of the world? And third, and this I think is probably the most important way to shift your stories, you need a reward system. You know, human beings, by their very nature, are risk-reward-based. you know what that means? It means that human beings act in a particular way, either because the risk of not doing something is too high, or the reward of, of achieving something truly draws them to it. Why do you drive the way you drive? Why do you follow the path of, of traffic to the office the way you do? Why do you eat the way you do? Why do you listen to the type of music that you do? It's because it makes you feel a certain way. That's the reward. Why do you drive on exactly the same pathway to the office every single day? because you know it and you can predetermine it. So you like the idea of control. That's the reward. Why don't you put your hand on a hot plate of stove? Because you know that it would burn and that is the risk, right? So human beings are driven either by punitive measure or reward, risk or reward. If you want to change the internal story, change the reward system in your mind. Set up small little stage gates. These are the small things you can do every day that edge you closer and closer and closer to the ultimate goal and objective that you want to do. So, about eight years ago, I just started my venture firm 
and we were doing our very first transaction and I remember being nervous. I remember that feeling so well. I remember the little tickle of the butterflies in my stomach and I thought to myself, geez, I'm a kid in his late 20s and here I am trying to start this venture company. Me? I don't know how this is going to work out. And we were doing a term sheet for the deal and I remember looking at the numbers and going, where am I going to get this money from? How am I going to invest this capital? Like, what am I doing here? And then I realized something, that all I needed to do was to just focus on the next step. You know why your goals are overwhelming you? It's because you're focusing on the whole goal. It's like building a home. Just focus on the next step. First, you meet with the architect and you give them a vision of what you do and they put it down on paper. That's your draft. That's the blueprint. Then you appoint a contractor. Then the contractor builds a foundation. Notice you're not overwhelmed with what the house will look like. You're just going from one project to the next project. You're stage gating this incredible goal of building this home that you want. And so for a lot of us trying to shift those internal stories in our minds, if you really want to get this right, then just create small little stories in your head that shift your perspective. So for me, doing that first deal, I focused first on just making sure I went through all of the legal documentation right, the shareholders agreement, and try to understand the terms in the shareholders agreement, the term sheet, and try to understand the terms in the term sheet. I had to learn about what is covenants and what's a convertible note. And all of that, I just focus on one thing at a time. And before I knew it, we had done the transaction, we'd raised the capital, and we're upon our shareholders in this exciting business. By the way, we've since been shareholders in that business, and I think we're 700% up on the value of the business, valuation today versus when we started all those years ago. So that is what I'd like you to do. Just focus on the small things every single day. So that's it, friends. That's our first episode of VT Podcast. I wonder what you think of that. Hit me up on the comments below. Let me know what you think. Let me know what kind of conversations you'd like us to have in future. As I roll out these podcasts, when the time is right, we'll start inviting some guests and having some even more exciting conversations. But for now, this is Day 1, Episode 1, Vositembewayo, over and out. We hope that you've drawn valuable lessons from this week's podcast. To partner with us, visit mygrowthfund.co.za or email info at mygrowthfund.co.za. Thank you.